welcome to the Adapting Places podcast. And this will be a part of the Digital Place Branding Rules series. And I'm glad to actually be able to record this on yet another drifting outing where I live and with my dog. Because even though we've got locked down, we're still allowed to, and encouraged actually, to exercise in the UK. So, I'm actually climbing some stairs, so if I start huffing and puffing initially, then you know it's from that. Um, but I think even today is probably the most appropriate of the, of the episodes to record while walking around in, a, in the city because I'll be talking about how plays brands, and I have to admit, a lot of the times I do uh, naturally think more about city branding rather than uh, nation branding and country branding. But today's talk will be about journey mapping uh, for the digital manifestation of your plays brand. So let's just call it your, your website, for short. And I'll be drawing some inspiration uh, from real maps to talk about how to best think about journey mapping the trajectories of people on the website of your place brand. So to begin with, I've pulled a definition of, of a map from Wikipedia which is a, a map is a symbolic depiction emphasizing relationships between elements of some space such as objects regions or themes now i can't help but think that if you just didn't do the last bit you know the space the types of, of things that you are depicting the relationships between now this is also a very good way to think about the place brand so uh, if you just replace a map here, and it will be a place brand is a symbolic depiction emphasizing relationships between, and then in the place brand sense, it will be between you know, the different aspects of the place that you're trying to highlight. But in a map, it's objects, regions, and themes here. And before I go into how that's relevant to a digital map of your website, I want to encourage you to think about the first map that removed location from kind of the, the center of itself, and yet it was informing people about where they have to go. And that was the, the tube map in London, as far as I'm aware. I, I might be wrong, that's something I just picked up in a, in a pub quiz, one of those, it wasn't even a pub quiz, was it? it was a Zoom quiz during lockdown. There was too many of those. And but the point here is that you can think of your digital map of your website in a similar way to the, to the tube map, where there's tube stations in the, in, were represented in zones and kind of in a relationship with each other geographically, but not necessarily specifically mapped in the coordinates of where they're located. 
So the, you can see that as an analogy, you can think of the, of the journey map of your website in a similar way with uh, people accessing it through different points, um, taking different routes and ultimately achieving the goal that they had. Now, this is a, a way of thinking that's grounded in mapping a lot of reality rather than thinking about you know, visually influencing people uh, through, you know, fun and good looking design. So some websites fall into that trap, but I'm thinking about the user experience and the usability of your website here. So journey mapping, can really easily be built first in more abstract terms from the uh, user sessions that you've done. You would have done initially with, you know, with some users to build empathy. And in there you have to think about not just mapping their digital journeys, but the real tasks that they're doing because sometimes you have to build a new service from scratch uh, that's gonna be presented digitally. And that needs to first be mapped out explicitly, what I would call through you know radical observation of the most boring thing. Uh, in my day job, I often have to ask people about very trivial aspects of their life to them, but in a great detail. So asking them, how would you map the you know, x and y sorry i don't even ask that question do i i don't ask them to map i just tell them you know how would you send the file because i need to see how they'll deal with the pdf file versus another file and to them that's obvious you know they don't want to talk about it in detail but you actually then stop okay so how would you do it you know show me and then you watch that so you can agglomerate information from that to build top line journey maps but then thinking about the actual digital journey that you would be able to then see from a screen and its relationships, that's, that's where a lot of people fall short in the way they communicate with their teams uh, with uh, just language. And I think I've already touched on this uh, shortcoming of language. So you need to be visual uh, about some of these things. So you can do it First of all, uh, you can have a look uh, at how to do journey maps where you highlight the thoughts, feelings, and actions over the journey of doing a task. So for example, morning routine, wake up, brush your teeth, have a cup of coffee, whatever. Uh, or you can represent those into uh, flows from a screen to screen, but using whiteboard uh, tools online, you can do screenshots and very uh, detailed map out each interaction. That's the stuff that tends to be missed out. People, people naturally miss relationships between things which are highlighted in maps. That's why maps are useful. So we think that uh, the capital city of a country is separate from one of the other cities, but what the map shows is the relationship between those obviously spatially but then some maps more specialized have 
specific links uh, it can be more highlighted and in that same way a digital journey mapping process should highlight more strongly the relationships between the different screens very simply put it's a website there's pages and the links to pages right it's it's nothing more than loads of files with hyperlinks from one to the other but those hyperlinks that tend to get dropped into the background people get stuck in visually depicting things into one screen and another and then designing those in isolation rather than as one journey map so i would encourage you to have a map as you're evolving through your journey and uh, you could do that from the interactions that you've observed how people use the website but that's something that you actually already have so you don't need to highlight the what's called the red route the most used routes by users map the whole thing on some uh, whiteboarding software i tend to use uh, a few that are useful uh, mira is one of them or you can do screen grabs and then put them in and i think the key things to note is that you can then depict the evolution of that so you can keep track of how your website was designed before so sometimes if you've iterated something that didn't work you can go back onto onto a design uh, that hasn't worked well and you can also have uh see multiple uh versions of that existing so you can have uh what we call a b testing of different layouts of the pages um, and see which one works better but you have to have the maps of which ones what to begin with so um maps are different from journey maps but i'll encourage you to think in that way you know we're all dealing with ultimately places uh, the ones the people that i'm interested in kind of helping so i really hope that the analogy works for you uh, because i do think that it then helps you think more about the what's em emerging now as discussions around digital place making and once you observe the the melting together of the offline and online experience of people interacting with, with your place then you can spot opportunities for uh, new offerings um, that you can do uh, just from having that detailed understanding and you can as i've highlighted in the previous ones engage those people that are decision makers it's not their job to necessarily be into the detail but they like a good visual rather than a argument uh, in language um, and I think a journey map is obviously a very useful tool in taking the what I'll call the science of the first person, you know, user experience to that next level where it's uh, I've highlighted how if you just do user testing with the user, you know, it's easily knocked down as this is just subjective, it's just the experience of one user, but then you start collating that with okay we've got now uh, agglomerated traffic as well that we don't have rich details of but we we know that the routes that are taken are here 
so we can start uh, merging the two together for a better understanding uh, of that first person perspective and that first person perspective is always different from the perspective of inside the organization that's creating those websites and the, those tools can help you in discussions and it's it's very simple it's a it's a switch in language uh, that you can have as soon as you start discussing should we have this feature or that feature or this layout or that layout on the website just switch it to would uh, user x let's say you know, would um, akbar like this do they actually need it what end goal is a map again is a goal oriented uh, thing these days more and more the digital ones are you set your destination so that can be a very useful switch away from the uh, arguing who prefers what function in the team to a user-centered approach to building a digital place brand presence and the key quote that I would like to kind of finish this talk with is uh, from Herbert Simon, one of the, I don't know, he keeps getting called the father of user experience and also AI. He was talking about decision making and actually did a lot of his work in administrative behavior originally in uh, municipalities. So um, he said that uh, just mapping a, a problem in its details. Oreo, come here. Sorry, this is my dog. He just knows the route that we're going to follow, and he's too keen. Are you predicting where we're going to go? I'm guessing. Come here. Sit down. Sit down. Sit. Bang. Play dead. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> so, yeah, so Herb Simon, Oreo, we're not going yet. Wait. Herb Simon's point was that describing a problem in detail and showing that problem to others is actually providing the solution. So think about it that way. Rather than you solving the problem, just describe the journey map very well to whoever you want to influence uh, with a design decision that has to be done on your digital place brand and you'd be there. All right, thanks. <laughs>